we'll start, let's just talk about what happened recently, which yeah. is that my grandfather passed away and Latifa's uncle yeah, passed away. Yeah, my uncle passed away. So, so we were at funerals like this past weekend. And to be honest, I had no cupcakes. I didn't ha either. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? No. <laughs> These funerals suck. Yeah. I didn't have a Thanksgiving dinner though. How was your funeral though? Because like, what are the like precautions over there? So I think my, my uncle's a reverend. So I want to say that's Baptist. Don't quote me. My dad was more so like organized religion is for you like and I've always been like my relationship with God is like between me and that and like religion is not the biggest provoking thing for me. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it was at a funeral home. Uh, it was like a celebration of life type of thing. And uh, I streamed it on Facebook to our family group because really, yeah, I streamed it because it work. Um, my so my uncle that passed was my dad's eldest brother, eldest of eight. So he was 74, and him and my dad were like 17 years apart. But my aunt, who is the next after him, she lives in an assisted living home, and she's like, I'm not leaving the house. And I was like, okay, well, that's fair, because I think it was like maybe 40 people at the funeral. Mostly, it was just family, really, and like maybe a couple of close family friends. Um, so I streamed it. Everybody had to wear a mask. Excuse me. Um... People have vacuum upstairs, if you can oh, hear it. Yeah, hopefully not, but I mean, who knows? Never mind, I'll talk about it later. But okay. uh, <laughs> it's like the flies, and then I was like tense, and I was like, oh my gosh. Oh, stupid. <laughs> Squirrel brain. Um, but yeah, it was nice. Like, my uncle was in the Navy, too, so he's going to be buried in Akron, Ohio, or they're cremating the body, and then the ashes are being buried, and I was like, are you guys dividing up the ashes for each of the siblings? Because, like... Um, do people do that? Yeah. Really? Um, I would be like, I don't know if I want to separate. Like, I got the arm. Right, but like, I got his torso. Like, but yeah, because I they were talking about how one of my aunt's friends, she's like, yeah, when her parents passed, the, her and her sister got like a vial of the ashes, and they both wore them as necklaces. And I was like, I'm turning my mom into diamonds. That so fitting somehow i know so really surprised except i was like mom i'm gonna turn your ashes into diamonds and i'm gonna make three diamonds how does um, she feel about you talking about her dying already like she's really not oh she's like she's ready money like, <laughs> like, bitch no she's fine um i told her that i was gonna make her into diamonds i was gonna make three and then i was gonna give um boo and ethan my siblings uh two fake ones and then wow. when they lose them i'd be like don't worry i have the real one <laughs> Because you know that they're going to I know they're going to lose it. Do you want to be turned into a tree? Do you know you could do that with your body? I, I think I want to be... I don't want a funeral. What do you want people to do? I just want to be like immediately cremated like, and then mixed with soil or something and then put into a butterfly garden or have something. Have you read about like the natural? I was reading, ironically, after before all this happened, I was watching this Vox video about how they're doing like natural burials. Or they'll do water burials and like the bodies just decompose in like the solution and then they just like water plants with it. That sounds cool. Um, they were like just in jugs though and they're like, it looks like oil and I was like, mm. okay. Uh, yes, anyway, my grandfather passed away um, after about like a week at being home in hospice care. Mm -hmm. um, and he was like 77 years old. We had his. Typically, so young. I know that's like super young, so but at the same know. time, he was like ready to go because um, he was in like a lot of pain, um, and he's been planning his funeral for 
years now. So I think that he pretty much saved enough for his funeral. Wow. Um, so we don't uh, owe anything because he saved his funeral. Um, but we had that typically monk funerals are three days long, even if they're Christian or shaman. Um, but ours, because of COVID, was only one and a half days. Um, so there was less people. The spacing for the chairs was like um, far, far apart, like six feet apart, unless you were in the same family. Um, and I don't know how... Anyways, <laughs> uh, so the, the burial was on Sunday, and it was good. Um, yeah, I didn't know that we were going to do a burial. I assumed that he was going to be buried, but our service was only... Like, the whole thing was maybe, like, two hours. Yeah, I've never been to, a, a, like, a regular funeral. I didn't know that people had such short a, funerals. I haven't been to a funeral in, like, ten years. Yeah, me too. Because, like, nobody else in our... Like, I had an uncle who had passed ten years ago, but, like, that was suicide, so, like, it wasn't... I mean, no one anticipated either way, but, like, thankfully, nobody else in our family has passed until now. So yeah, it's, like, it's so weird. it's really weird. I My great-grandmother passed probably, like... 10, 15 years ago, and that was the only family member that I lost. No. Okay. It was so like, it was... I was in, like, way before we knew each other. Okay. So it was like 15 years ago then, because... Yeah. Um, so yeah, so, I mean, I've been really blessed to have, like, no losses in my family until now, so it was kind of shocking to happen. And then, um, it also happened so fast that I'm still kind of, like, trying to figure out, like, how I feel about it. Right, because for you it's different. Like, me and my uncle, like, we weren't really close, and, like, um, he had other issues and things prior, but, like, you live with your grandpa. Yeah, so I ba I've I basically spent my whole life with my grandparents. Mm -hmm. um, I lived with my mom. I lived with them when I was younger, and then my mom and dad moved out of the house, so we moved. Um, and then I moved with my aunt, and then... Basically, after my mom and dad got divorced, which was like more than 10 years ago. That was like just 10 years 10 ago. Years ago. like 16. Yeah, I've been living with my grandparents since. So I've been living probably half my life with my grandparents. Um, so it's just weird to like... Readjust, I'm sure. Yeah. It's just weird to like not see him ever again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even if, if, even if it's just like me waking up in the morning and he's not drinking his coffee, it's just like very strange. It also happened so fast that it felt like, felt like a dream almost. I was like, what's going right, on? Right, because I remember when you texted us and you were like, hey, so like my grandma's been in the hospital for like two weeks and he's coming home and he probably we don't really know. And then it was like, oh, and by the way, he like passed. And like it was, like we had all, and another friend of ours, Gary, like all three of us had lost someone all within like a week span. It was just like a, yeah, I was like, that oh, was crazy. Okay, rude, like, can we breathe? I know, can like, I was like, fucking read the room. Damn. <laughs> right. Stupid. Did it trigger feet? Like, for me, I was like, okay, so my uncle died, and I was like, my dad is only 17 years younger. Does that mean I only have 17 years with my dad? And I was like, oh my gosh, like, is it going to be like a trickle effect now that someone has died? Like, I'm going to have to keep going through this. Did you feel that way at all? No. <laughs> oh, okay. I did me not. Overthinking, okay. Yeah, I think you're overthinking. Jumping to conclusions is a hobby of mine, yes. But... Um. Yeah, I did not feel like that. I was just more nervous about what my responsibilities were at the funeral because I don't drink and typically at like Hmong funerals or weddings they'll like Hmong make you drink. Things in general. Yeah, they'll be like, <laughs> take a shot, bitch. But whatever. Drinks um, beer. Yeah, but luckily this was a dry funeral because my grandpa didn't wow. drink. Um, so I didn't have to drink. <laughs> I 
Yeah. And then it was pretty easy for me as the oldest grandson. I didn't have to do much. It was more responsibility on my like on my uncle and my dad. Um, but they didn't really do much either. So. Yeah, my cousin asked me to read scripture at the funeral or at Did the you? service. No, because I was like, I'm not tied to like a certain anything at all, and I was like, I'm not really trying to fuck that up, and I'm not trying to like misrepresent what he believes and stands for. And I was like, thank you, I appreciate it, but. No. Do you regret not saying anything? Um, no, because like I feel like I had said something. Like we spent time together as a family after we had like a nice dinner, like almost a cookout. Because when we went to Ohio, it was still like seventy-five degrees, and like we ate outside and yeah, had a bunch of food. But like my dad went up and said a couple things, and so did a couple nice. of my other uncles. Were they close? They were seventeen years apart. Um, so my dad was one of eight. My grandma had her first. Technically, it's six because one was one passed at like two years old. Um, so she had the five, the first five, and then she had like a nine year gap and then she had three more. Oof. Yeah. So, um, but no, like my, um, they weren't super close and my dad had mentioned that too. He's like, I feel like I don't know him as well as like the rest of my siblings. And I was like, well, you're the youngest. And like my dad, um, the first five siblings stayed in Ohio. They weren't like super close, but he's like, yeah, it's like my eldest brother. And he's like, he taught me a lot of life lessons and. My uncle was a very loving person, and, like, everybody at the funeral kept saying, like, because my uncle talked a lot. Um, he's like, if you would have met Ray, you would have met all eight of us, because he's, like, our family historian. Like, if there's anything that you'd want to know about our family, he would be the ones with the answers, because my grandma was a foster child, was adopted. My grandpa was born in 1890, which is, yeah, right? Um, and he was 55 when my, he married my grandma, who was 19, so it's like, there's just so much. Oh, yeah, what? Yeah, and, like, my grandpa died when my dad was seven, so, like, um, which is something that I always feel like I've missed out on is, like, having grandparents, so, like, yeah. my uh, my oldest aunts and uncles feel like my grandparents in a weird way, because, like, they're, they would be around the age, yeah. like, my grandpa, my uncle's only three years younger than your grandpa. Um, and your other grandparents are, like, in Indonesia. Well, my grandma passed, my mom's mom passed, like, yeah almost five years ago now and my other grandpa is just we're estranged i guess without going into too much but um yeah it's weird and i mean they're not my dad and my his brother were super close but he's like yeah it's still my brother so yeah it was tough and i was like i only have one brother so like if i lost tony for whatever reason like that's it i'm like he still has six more (laughs) but it's like six more funerals i'm like that's so sad so, I don't know. It was sad, but he was really sick. He had colon cancer, and it, he was just yeah. kind of done. So. Yeah. I gave a speech at my grandpa's funeral. Oh, I think all the... I think all the... um Grandkids? The grandkids gave a speech. I was supposed to give the only one, but then, um, you know, I was like, you know, you might feel inclined to say something, and mm-hmm. you might regret not saying something. So, if you do want to say something, then, you know, you this should. Is your chance. Um, so I think all the, most of the grandchildren gave speech. <laughs> um, yeah, so I gave my speech. It was good. It was a good speech, I thought. I just wrote it on, like, a piece of paper. I wrote it in, like, Boopa's grammar notebook. Um, and I cried, which, um, I don't know. Maybe this is a cultural thing, but I felt, like, the pressure to cry. I feel like men feel like that a lot, though. No, I felt like, I felt like I have to cry, like. Because if I didn't cry, I felt like people would be like, why is he, why does he not care? I feel care? like that's how a lot you of men I mean? feel, though. It's like, oh, you're supposed to be sad, but you you don't know how to show it, or sometimes you just 
yeah. emote differently. Well, because the night before I wrote it and I did cry because I, I, um, I wrote it and I practiced it like out loud and I cried and then I, I read it again and I didn't cry and I was like, <gasps> I mean like, no. okay, not that you should judge by this, but like, did you like ugly cry or were you like just like a, um, I can't remember. I think I cried a little bit, but after I think I cried a lot. Um, but luckily my friends, Joe and Kyle were there. They stayed like, they stayed with me like the whole day. So luckily I had like Support. friends to be there with. Um, because at Among Funeral, everyone's like running around and like, um, it's just like, you know, I, I don't want to be alone. Right. And I don't want people to come talk to me. I don't want uncles and aunts to come and talk like, to me because I don't I'm know so them. sorry. And it's just, it's awkward. Like, it's really be like, oh, it's awkward. what are you supposed to say? It's awkward and it's like, who are you again? <laughs> like, I'm I don't like, know who you are. I I'm met sorry. my cousin for the first time and that was my uncle's daughter. Like, I've never met her. She's 44. I'd never met her because, like... Really? Yeah, because her... My dad had... Or my dad had... My uncle had two kids, and, like, um, they're in their 40s, roughly, I think. And, like, I met his son maybe, like, twice, maybe three times, and his his daughter was the first time at the funeral. And we spent a lot of time together when we were in Ohio. But, yeah, it's weird, because you see all this family, and you're like, I know you, but I don't know you. That is so interesting. Your family is, like... It has such a wide range of ages. Yeah, my like oldest cousin, cousin like forty four. My oldest cousin is older than my mom. She's oh my gosh. She's fifty five, and my youngest cousin, like first cousin, like is, first cousin, fifty. Wow. And my youngest first cousin is two, Johnny's twenty, and then I have like second cousins who probably is Tony the youngest then. No, Johnny. Oh. Um, and then my second cousins even range from like. Like thirty, my my second cousins are more typically my age um, than my first cousins because my dad's the youngest. Yeah, like that's it with my family. I'm the oldest. Right, like the oldest you. is twenty seven, and that's then the so youngest crazy. is like five, six, or something. Five or six, I think. How old are Isaiah's youngest sibling? Um, well, they're like older now. Like his whole family. Yeah. Um, Isaiah's like. At my age, he's like twenty five. Twenty something. Joseph, the youngest, are eighteen. Oh. So I they were younger. No. They just look older because, or they just feel older because they're in California. So, like, they're in college already. They're freshmen. Oh. But Boo Boo's 17 and she's only a junior. Because oh, they yeah, get cause to start. I'm, early yeah, because we're like the same because we start late. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's what Latif and I were doing this past weekend. <laughs> so we were going to record like the weekend before that it was yeah. like, hey, and then like everything died. happened. Yeah, they were like, Thanks. hey. Um, yes, yeah, so what should we talk about? This is episode five, five. bitch. Y'all are you better watch, bitch. I've been saying that a lot. Yeah. What's your catchphrase lately? Catchphrase? Yeah. I don't know. There's no back on this chair. I just leaned back and almost fell. Um, <laughs> I've been saying, you better work, bitch. What was the other thing work. that you were saying? It was like, <laughs> that's it, or it was... I was like, that's that on that? No, it was like, you keep, you kept saying it. I was like, okay, work? No, I don't remember. Uh, it was something weird. I was like, I don't... Uh, I, I need don't. to know now. Um, oh, and here's the thing. Was it oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, don't, I keep saying that. I feel like... I say I feel like a lot, or I say... I don't know. I say hello a lot. I'm like, hello. Oh, it's like, do you just greet people? No. Like, okay. 
You guys, I used to be the fucking queen of catchphrases. We all used to have like ridiculous catchphrases. Bitch, everyone in our <laughs> in our little group that we had would follow my lead, bitch, because I'm no, the queen not... of cat. Ox. Ox. What was another one? Um, like hey girl, but with a Q. Yeah, hey girl. Um... Hey go hey. I text them randomly sometimes, and they just like come to me. Shark farts. Shark farts. <laughs> that was our friend Gary's. Yeah, I still don't really get that one. Oh my gosh, this one bothered me now. I feel like I text one at least like once or twice a week. Shark farts. I used to say OMQ, like oh my god. I but... used to say maybe baby all the time. Not because anybody's pregnant, but I think it was like. You used to say baby. star shines. Oh yeah, I used to say good morning star shines. Like all the time. We did the hair musical in choir one year, and I was just like. Yup. Yup, yup. Um, why did I why did I ask about catchphrases? Cause you just said okay oh, work. Yeah, I was like, you better Rip work. Tits, bitch. That was Rip tits. <laughs> oh, bomber jacket. Bomber jacket. Oh my gosh, I um, wish for an exchange with store. Dude, yeah, they're gone. What happened? Did they go bankrupt? <laughs> oh, we were talking about Forex. Not at the funeral, but like with my cousins. What's uh, that? Forex is like this. It's so funny. Uh, um, Forex is like a, it's an MLM, really. It's oh. like college kids being like, yeah, you buy this much currency, and then you trade it, and you get this much currency back. And I thought Forex was like a cleaning thing, and then I thought foreign exchange, and but like Forex stands, it stands for foreign exchange, or something like that. I was thinking Forex, like XXXXL. Like 4X, like extra large. Oh, four. <laughs> so 4X. Yeah, because I used to work oh. at Planet Fitness, you guys, and the it's shirts, funny. you get a, I mean, yeah. <laughs> and you get like a free shirt when you sign up, and the biggest shirt that we sold was a 6XL. Yeah. Can you even buy 6XL, 6XL shirts in like regular places? I don't think you can. I think you have to go to a specialty store, but I took one home because, you know, why so not? Fit, like six people. Yeah, but anyway, I took a My cousin out. wears a size, like, 18 shoe, because he's, like, 6'5". Oh. Yeah, he's 6'5", he plays football. And I was like, how do you even buy shoes? He's like, I have to order them. And I was like, what if your shoes just, like, fall apart? You'd, like, wait a week to go anywhere? Because you have to order shoes. <laughs> Rough. Rough. I was going to ask how you feel about OnlyFans. Because, like, I feel like a lot of celebrities are getting into, like, this whole If you are a celebrity, do not make an OnlyFans, Just bitch. leak your nudes like everybody else. You do not need the money. <laughs> Let people who need money make an OnlyFans. Do you hear that Jordan God. Woods is doing one? And, like, Jordan else? Woods, Bella, Bella Thorne. Thorne. Oh, which like... I was like, why do you want to see? Whatever. Um, um, but I'm like, I feel like the her is also kind of predatory because she was on Disney. And I'm like, are you, like, a weird adult just waiting for her to turn 18? And now you're like, no, you're who? naked. Bella Thorne, wasn't she on Disney Channel? I don't know, I don't know. I feel like that's like nice. after my time. I mean the same, but like I feel like that's why she's famous. I don't know why else she'd be famous. Um, who else made one? Cardi, because Cardi, Cardi B has one. one. I was like, girl, you a stripper. Like you basically make it all the time anyway. Yeah. I don't know, y'all. I was like, just let people who wanna be sex workers. How work. do you feel okay. about You better work, bitch. I'm only saying this because it's generally this or sometimes it is women too. But it's generally like men who are like, well, I would never date a girl who would make an OnlyFans. Or I would never blah, blah, blah this. But then it's like you turn around and like you're subscribed to. Yeah, whatever. that's the thing. Men want like a virgin, but they want a hoe too. Right. Okay. You can't. You can't have both. Men are so lame. Yeah. And then it just. <laughs> <laughs> I've been. Oh, that's what I've been saying a lot. That's my catchphrase right now. This? <laughs> no. Oh. My catchphrase lately has been nobody loves men on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> 
Okay, but think about it. Like nobody, nobody sees like Rihanna, and it was like, you know what? Nah, I'm okay. I'm gonna love a man instead. Like nobody, <laughs> nobody's gonna do that. And that's how I feel. And yeah, like, that's how you know sexuality is not a choice because nobody's choosing to love men. Yeah, that's no true. No offense. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> but then. That's been my catchphrase lately. Nobody loves men on purpose. And they got last, and he's like, wait. I said, oh, wait a damn minute. I said what I said. Um, yeah, I think if you want to make an OnlyFans, make an OnlyFans. I wanted to do one, but just with pictures of my feet, because I know that's like a real thing. But it's just like... Yeah, but then I'm like, I gotta get pedicures all the time, and I'm like, are people... Cause yeah, then, but if you're making money, then you can afford to get it. Yeah, but, like, people that have OnlyFans, like, you're telling the people that you know about it, because, like, people are gonna randomly you could stumble do it, across an OnlyFans. You can do it anonymously. But how would you figure out? Like, find um, out about it. Like, like, just make a Twitter account, and then... Or an Instagram, and then you'll find your... way. Because it's your feet. You don't, you, your face doesn't have to be in it. Yeah, that's true. Unless it's like, let's use feet. Only the fans. I don't know. I don't know. The people that I get my feet done or my toes done, they're like, you have nice feet. And I'm like, thank you. Nice. I don't know. I feel like it's a lot of work, though. I think let's record this episode and then go to Best Buy. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> <better. battery. laughs> it's only on one bar. We can go. That's fine. Um, Fuck it. Um, oh, no, and uh, you say that, you say that the sexual orientation thing, um, I was thinking about the, um, Supreme Court nominee. Oh, Amy whatever. Amy something. Whatever her that bitch. conservative head Yeah, because she was like, she said the word sexual preference and people were like, mm, I'm like, but... sexual preference is like, I don't want to date someone who's shorter than me. Yeah. That's a preference. It's yeah. not like a... Yeah, she said that, and everyone that I know who is, like, a part of the LGBT community was like, preference what? Like, what do you mean? Yeah. Well, and that's, like, and this is what I said on my TikTok, but if you are a person of color, if you're a black woman, a black man, Asian guy, whatever you may be, Latinx, Native American, if you're sitting there and saying that you don't want to vote... Just remember that there will be a white conservative man that will. That will take your place. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like, vote in your best interest because white men and white women have been voting in their best interest for, like, years and years and years. And that's okay? where we are where we are. So, you, I was like, you know, you can't complain about not having a voice if you're not going to use your voice. Mm-hmm. Um, and uplift other voices. I think it's important to just like, even acknowledge, like... Even though there's not a lot of like people of color in the Supreme Court, you have to think about there's not a lot of people who are um, based on different religions or different sexual orientations. And it's like not that we should give into tokenism either with be like, oh, well, this one gay or pansexual, bisexual, whatever person is going to represent the entire community. But at least you're starting a conversation in those rooms and you have someone that is going to rep- to try their best to represent you or have your interests in mind when they're voting and coming across bills and things like this. Yeah, and I was only saying that because, like, when we don't vote, this is what happens. And th- we have a Supreme Court nominee that is going to affect a whole so generation. Many generations. We're okay. going to overturn so many things. So I'm not quite sure if... I thought they wanted to wait. I think that they're they trying to wait until after to see what happens. Trump doesn't want to because he wants because Trump knows that he's probably not going to win this election. Yeah, 
like in the back of his mind and he wants to take it to court and if the conservatives it's a fucking Mitch McConnell that bitch <laughs> I hate him but yeah if they if they can overturn it and he can, he doesn't have to step down he won't so it's it's crazy because he says all these things and people are like Trump 2020 anyway though and I'm like yeah so like for what like what at this point what is he standing for that's what I was gonna ask and talk about you want to ask if you want to talk about Trump getting COVID Oh, I do you think he really got it? At first, I think he did, but then I was like, I don't think he did because honestly, if Trump got COVID, that should have taken him out. <laughs> not that I said that I wanted that to happen. I said, God's will is God's will. I will not. Whatever. It's on. It's in God's hands. But <laughs> so, whatever happens, happens. Karma's a bitch, and so is Trump. Okay. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> I didn't wish any ill on him, but everybody was like, don't wish ill on the president. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I was like, I don't give a fuck. I was like, you guys are the people who are trying to like drive through protests and be like, let's burn all the people that are burning the buildings down. I'm like, okay, but Trump deserves the respect because he got COVID. Yeah. But I'm like, you guys even believe in COVID and y'all still not wearing masks. Yeah, I was like, oh, this bitch is going to die. He's going to get it. He got it. And then I was like, well, what if he doesn't and he just lied and then How like now he's like that the u.s president would lie about having like a whole i know but like now it's like then he could turn around and be like it's not a big deal which that's is exactly what he did, what he did. Yeah. and then he was like he came out after four days in that like hospital or whatever and was like and no stimulus check yeah oh <laughs> <laughs> first of all he was like i'm not gonna sign until after i get reelected i was like like do you, okay so i'm not gonna be, vote for you for another one thousand dollars if you break down twelve hundred dollars over six months is eight dollars and 33 cents so that means everybody yes so everybody got a stimulus check if you got it you got twelve hundred dollars and that twelve hundred dollars was supposed to cover your expenses for the last six months yeah you know what i do on my stimulus check that paid like a month of rent right like that's it i'm like okay well i mean i put off some credit in like put some things away and then I had to cover like other rent and other expenses but I was like uh, I don't know so yeah I was I, like sickening I can't then, wait to spend it to Sephora and then I didn't then you were an adult and made the right choice like, <laughs> yeah I'm still working anyway it doesn't matter <laughs> but yeah I don't think I thought he had it at first and I was like bet and then I was like I don't think he did. I don't think he did. I, don't I think, think he did. But I, at the same time, I'm like, how could he not if everyone around him tested positive? I want the reports. I want the tests. That says yeah, but how sad is it that you have to, like, doubt if the president really got it? Because he lies so fucking much. Exactly. Because even before that, I feel like it was a cover-up. Because remember, it was, like, the week before. People were like, and we found his tax returns, and he paid $750 or something like that. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, by the way, Trump has COVID now. And yeah. people were like, what taxes? Like, tax? Have you been following um, Claudia Conway on Twitter or on TikTok? I don't, I don't have a TikTok and I oh. don't know who that is. Okay, so Claudia Conway is um, Kellyanne Conway's daughter. Oh, the one she's trying to like convince her mom that she's like she had symptoms or whatever, or that she was sick, and then her mom was like, "You're fine, it's whatever." Um, yeah, so Kellyanne Conway tested positive mm-hmm. for COVID, and then her daughter has a TikTok and she's been like leaking information. She's like, "Yeah." My family does have COVID. My mom lied about it initially, and then like all this stuff and blah blah blah. And she's like, "Vote him out." She's like, that, "How sad is that? Did your own daughter thinks that you're like a snake?" Cause she's a snake. I mean, yeah. That is so sad though. They live in the same house, and you know that her husband is Filipino, and he's also. But I, 
we could really get into that. I don't know how many of my mom's friends watch this, but if you do, yeah. No, because so many of them are like, have I talked about this before? Or maybe we just talked about this. Where like um, some of my mom's friends are like Muslim immigrants from Indonesia, and they married like these rich white, white men, men, and yeah. then they're like, yeah, pro Trump, and I'm like. You know you're exactly what he doesn't want in this country. You're Muslim. <laughs> you're, you're a Muslim, woman. You're a woman. brown. You're an immigrant. Then, like, literally everything that he, like, has said about anybody is you. And some of you didn't get here legally either. But we don't have to go into that. <laughs> That's, you know, I was reading an article about why um, Vietnamese Americans are the highest percent of Asians that support Trump. Like, a lot of Vietnamese love Trump. Which is really ironic reason. considering, like, how... Vietnamese people feel about America in general a lot of the time, like after like post Vietnam War and like everything. Yeah, after the Vietnam War, you know, you or Southeast Asians <laughs> will always be a reminder to white America that that war was a failed war and that we lost. You know what I mean? Because we didn't. Well, we're still here. Y'all didn't win. Hello. No. Um, but yeah, it was basically saying like there's a difference between the Vietnamese. Older generation and the younger generation. The younger gen- younger generation is more liberal, but the older one are still very like traditional, and they. I feel like I don't know how to explain they, it. They've lived through so much. What is they it? just think that Trump is gonna be good for Vietnamese Americans or something. Honey, let me tell you, he ain't. Yeah. <laughs> He's really not. Well, did you see he, he appointed the new like head of ICE? Is a Vietnamese guy. Isn't that, like, so clownery? Yeah, and I have, um, I have a friend who's Cambodian, and, like, his family is, like, pro-Trump, too, which is, like, which is so ironic, because there were a lot of Cambodian people being, um, deported, like, last year. Yeah, there's still Hmong people here that are being deported. And I'm, like, deported to what? Because, like, once you're here, and you've been here for, like, 30 years, that's not your home anymore. You don't know anything about that place. Like, yeah. And Hmong people, especially, like, where are you gonna go back to? Where are you gonna go? Laos. You don't have a country, bitch. Good luck. <laughs> Stupid. Yeah, so I was reading that article, um, and it was pretty interesting. Although I can see why Vietnamese people would like that. Um, just ex- from experience, like living in Orange County, the Vietnamese people there are um, very conservative. They're very... I think that they want to be so loved by their white counterparts that they want to like act and like think like them they think that that's the right American they think that that's how that's how, i think they think that that's how they're gonna get in with them or whatever you know which is a whole nother thing that i've talked about recently in the last couple of days too is that like there are so many people who believe that like oh well, immigrants feel this way about these people and like white people feel this way about these people but then like at the same time it's like Okay, but like, how many generations has your family really even been here? Like, I know I know people who have who are immigrants or maybe be like Latino or Black or Asian. Like, your family, like, families have been here for like two, three generations, and like, technically, you're more American than someone who could have been like you're a white immigrant, and like, you're just not looked at any. You're not looked at as an immigrant because you're white, but like, white people aren't necessarily American. Like, that's not how you become American. Yeah. But the thing is, the thing that, oh, fuck, I keep saying that. <laughs> the, um, thing is. the thing is, uh, what blows my mind is that just imagine being an immigrant and working so, so, so hard. And and in that time, just being like, wow, I wish it was easier for me. And then making it and then being like, looking back at other immigrants and being like, well, you should just work harder. 
Because when you were an immigrant, you were wishing that it was easier, and you were wishing that right. there was a way out of it, like an easier way or something like that. And then to, I think that maybe Hmong people, when they make it in America, they look back and they're like, oh, I, all of that was because I worked really, really hard. So if other people worked really, really hard, then maybe, you know, you wouldn't be facing like you wouldn't the be facing discrimination like, or the racism yeah. or whatever. And I feel that. I think that a lot of the time... But it's always like paid forward too. Right. Like, don't be a bitch. And I'll, I think I'll... there are so many like Southeast Asian immigrants who are like refugee immigrants too. And just kind of displaced because of war and like when people are promised all these things to come into America and then like didn't really happen. And like I think that happened to a lot of people where it's like well at least I'm not back in my home country where it was war torn and I was separated and like you see people, like, women being raped and, like, murdered and, like, children tossed and, like, all, like, terrible, terrible things. So you're, like, here, you get here and you're, like, yeah, people might be mean to me and they, like, I want to beat me up because I'm Asian or, like, I'm a certain type of way. But it's, like, at least I'm not Yeah, but I'm here, bitch. Yeah, and I feel like that has something to do with, too. Like, yeah, Yeah, but just because it's better doesn't mean, like, that's what you should just settle for. Yeah, it, it could be better. Right, and that's why I'm like, like, all lives matter. There's nobody that's more all lives matter than, like, people who believe, like, black lives matter to me. Because, like, all lives matter is just, like, until you're inconvenienced. Yeah. So. Well, I was going to say something. I was going to be, like, I'm going to say something. Um, immigrants, Southeast Asian, Um, displacement, Orange County. Yeah, well, because I do have some cousins that are Republican in, like, Fresno. Um, Rough. which was like disgusting, you know honestly. And, yeah, you know exactly where you are, bitch. And um, it's just I'm not shocked though. Gross. And all my family here is like, how could that ever happen? Because you know they want to cut like social services. They want to cut funding to immigrant families. It's because like, that no... was you though. That was you. That was you twenty, 20 years, years ago, ago or whatever. Right. And it's like there, but there's also no middle class in like most of California. You're either like impoverished yeah. or you're like wealthy, and there's no in between. And I feel like because they they did work really hard and like their yeah. kids are all going to school and like successful, maybe not mentally, but like <laughs> not, not ethically, but um, yeah, that's weird. I guess I don't have that issue with my... Well, maybe it's similar to like, you know, when you like white privilege, white people get triggered. That doesn't mean that like, when you tell a, a poor white person that there is such a thing as white privilege, they like get all triggered because they're like, I work hard, I'm poor, look at me, I'm not rich. We're not saying that like... I could be a wealthy black woman and still get a shot because I'm black, okay? <laughs> like that yeah. has nothing to do with it. Money talks. So I think but... that it, that's kind of similar with, um, with, um, your southeast asian people that are republican or whatever right. it's like i'm not saying that i don't know what i'm saying <laughs> well and they... i'm not saying that like i don't know what i'm trying to say well that they they I'm have some it. type of privilege within it and because they're known as like the model minority or yeah i'm not saying that you don't work hard nobody's saying that anybody could work hard but it's also but there are roadblocks for them too and you can overcome them and it might be easier to overcome them yeah. as an Asian American and I feel like a lot of the times it is but it's I don't know I feel like I feel like, I get what you're trying to say though yeah in a weird way I, and um I feel like if you're Asian oh, especially like Southeast Asian and you are Republican I feel like 
you're also just anti-black. Like you're looking at the policies and you're anti-brown. Like you're looking at the policies that Trump wants and you're measuring his success on how hard and how mean he's going to be to people that you don't like. The people that you can step on to get to where yeah. you want to, too. And to be honest, a lot of Southeast Asian people are super colorist as well. Like when you think about all the bleaching creams in like India, the Philippines... Southeast Asian in general, where it's like, oh, you want to lighten your skin? Like, you, if you're dark, yeah. it's because, like, you work fields, and you're, like, a field hand, and you can't afford to not yeah. work outside. Well, because, cause, um, you know, Asian people who think like that, they're like, oh, I am this close to whiteness, you know? So if, so if I can just act and be white and be Republican, I can put down these black and brown people, and then I can be this much closer to being white and to this being accepted. Accepted, yeah. But the reality is that you are still the other. You're still an immigrant, and Trump is still going to hurt your immigrant family and your immigrant community. So you're really just a honk clown, and <laughs> um, and yeah. So if you are Asian and you're Trump supporter, fuck you, age. I always I said it. <laughs> I, I said it. this in a group too, kind of like a similar thing, but. Um, someone had posted a picture of Magic Johnson's son, EJ, I think his name is EJ, EJ Johnson, but people were, someone posted him in this Facebook group I'm in, I'm like, um, and they were trying to make fun of him, and I was like, black people have no place to be trying to belittle someone else and oppress somebody else, especially in this <laughs> yeah. country. And that's how I feel about people in color in general, especially if they're like, oh, well, like, let's make fun of this person. I'm like, bro, like, you have no, because, like, you know what it feels like to be oppressed, and then you just want to oppress somebody else. I'm like, that's what gets you. It's like the power trip ego thing that turns into like a vicious, vicious cycle. And like, that's why we're still here. Yeah, you are. can't be like Black Lives Matter, but like anti-LGBTQ. Right, be like, except it's for like trans or except this. What is it? Intersectionality? Mm -hmm. Is that right? I think so. It's like, can you be gay and black? You can't choose. Right. If a gay black guy got murdered, you can't be like, oh... That's why you have to be like all Black Lives Matter, not just yeah. Black Lives Matter, and that's why you can't just be like Black Lives Matter for like the women you find attractive or the entertainment you like. I wonder if Black people like. were mad when when people, um, you know, how you, they painted like Black Lives Matter and then they added the all. I wonder if people were mad. I don't that. feel upset about it because it is. I feel like a lot of the groups that I go to and a lot of the um, events I go to is like yeah, Black trans lives, Black women, and oh, I went to a Black support Black women march last weekend who was it fierce let me tell you that crowd was small which is exactly what i expected and i'm calling you out because if you weren't there you were somewhere i don't know where you were yeah um, i wanted to go i think where was i was that, that was, the funeral i think that was i think that was like the weekend you found out though because it was that sunday before it was the saturday before i left uh, yeah it might have been at the funeral no because oh yep it was the day of the funeral yeah, so it's like I wanted to go to that right, and the I literally turned I turned to my friend Steve because we were about to start marching, and it was like twenty minutes into it. I was like, "This better not be the old group because like I've seen so many people shout for all types of like black." I thought bands. it was so hyped. I thought you were like, "It's gonna be a big event." That's why I moved my thing. Um. Yeah, it was supposed to be. That's what it seemed like it was gonna be, and it was maybe like seventy five people, and I was like, just like everything else, when I'm not so. Disappointed, yeah. but not surprised. Um, yeah. But yeah, we got into it with this guy in like a Lens and Riley's parking lot because he, <laughs> he was trying to say like all lives matter or something. And then he called some girl nappy. And then he tried to call the cops and the cops were like with us, like behind us, just trailing behind because we were like in a march. And yeah, it was interesting. I feel like for the, it was a peaceful march. The guy just kind of... At a Lens and Byerly's. 
Oh no. I don't know. A Kowalski's. Oh no. Oh jeez. But yeah, I don't know. Which, if you're not in Minnesota, that's like a very like upscale ish kind of grocery store. They're carpeted grocery stores. Let's just put it that way. That's how I was like, why do you grocery store have carpet in here? That's weird. It's very like posh. Posh. Very, um. Well, yeah, because it was from the governor's mansion, so it was like downtown St. Paul. Um, I don't memorize it. Oh yeah, but like, yeah, you have to be all Black Lives Matter. You can't just be like, you can't pick and choose. You can't just be... like, just like, um, just like if they're, you know, a criminal or whatever. Exactly. You like, still have the right to like a trial and a conviction. You can't just be like, well, he stole something when he was seventeen years old, fifteen years ago, and that's yeah. why he was okay for the cop to kill him. I was like, that that's not how the justice system works, and I feel like that's how like so many people who say that aren't educated in like what our government is and what they do. Yeah. Did you vote? I haven't voted yet. I need to figure out where I can early vote, but it's like in Hastings and I got my mail in ballot. Oh. I heard that there's like a lot of mess ups with the mail in ballots, but at the end of the day they're gonna figure it out because some people got like duplicate mail in ballots. Mine is weird. I was like I registered and then I I, I was gonna did my register and then I um, I got my, I requested my absentee ballot. Mm-hmm. And technically a California resident still? Um, I registered here. Mm-hmm. So then I requested it because I was like, um, my family's like, oh, we're registering, oh, we're requesting absentee ballots because we're not going to go there. Um, so then I did it and then they sent me it and they were like, you're not registered, so um, please include this register mm-hmm. form in with your ballot and then we'll figure it out or whatever. So I, it's kind of confusing. So I have to figure that out. And then I'm not quite sure if I'm going to drop it off or if I'm going to mail it in. I would like to drop it off, but I might not be here. I would just drop it off. Or just mail it then. Yeah, I was like, I guess we'll just mail, mail it. Mail it now. Get them I know, I was like, I have to mail, mail it now. Um, well, they said that we won't know the results of the election until like end of November just because there's so many mail-in ballots. So like election night isn't necessarily... It wasn't the last time either, but it's not really going to be... What the, it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be the results that we think it's going to be. How does that work then? I don't know. I'm just scared. I took the day. If you haven't requested it off, request it off now. Request the day after election day off just in case she pops off and you don't want to leave your house. Because that's what I did. Well, I think that if Trump loses, he's going to not leave. He's not going to sit down. And then there's going to Treason. be riots everywhere. Treason. Take him down. Any means necessary. <laughs> You didn't hear that from me. Don't arrest me. Look at yeah. my house. What's it like? White House down. Have you seen that movie? Maybe. There's two movies like that. Because like, like two exact movies. Olympus has fallen, and then and White, White House, House down. down. I think I think I've seen Olympus has fallen. That's funny because this is actually tea. Um, Stupid. <laughs> my throat hurt this morning. All right, I like a running nose. Dude, it snowed the other day. I was like, I'm fucking out of here, dude. You, when you texted me, I was like, haha, bitch, it's not snowing here. You're like, Ahead. And then I got to work, and I, like, got in my office. I, like, set everything up, ready to go. And then I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and it snowed for, like, an hour. And I was like, did it stick here, though? No, it, like, melted right away. But it was, like, it's, like, that big, like, snow like this. That's, it was, like, like the really, like, snow. fluffy. Yeah. So stupid. And do you remember one year, um, we were at Dragon Festival, Oh my gosh. And oh there was a gosh. butterfly that like landed on you. And I was I like, blocked that I... memory. Yeah, I was like, I don't know if the I should. The only thing I remember about Dragon Festival is that guy with the, the shirtless guy. 
Oh, I miss him. I wonder what he is. <laughs> uh, I know. I think he passed away because I didn't see him ever <laughs> didn't again. See all these, that. No. I mean, granted, so I don't go to Dragon Festival anymore. But, yeah, but I don't think he made it. So when Latifah and I were younger... Um, don't say like that word. It makes me feel old. When you're okay, younger. fine. A few years ago, Latifah and I <laughs> were... Um, we were part of this uh, extracurricular group called APYC, which is um, Asian Pacific, Pacific Youth. Youth Council. Yeah. Um, and it was commissioned by my aunt because at the time my aunt worked at um, the Council of, Pacific, of Asian of Asian Pacific, Pacific Minnesotans, Minnesota. which is like a government agency, um, and they do like outlaw. <laughs> they, outlaw. <laughs> they do like out- <laughs> yeah. They do like outreach and like whatever to the Asian American community in Minnesota. Um, and so there's like a, a festival every July. It's like the second weekend. It's the weekend after 4th of July. Yeah. J4. Yeah. So it's a weekend in July that celebrates, uh, this Chinese festival of like dragon boat racing. So when we say dragon festival, we used to be like volunteers at that. Remember when I gave on the meal vouchers away to race? Yeah, that was so stupid. (laughs) They told me to give them my aunt. My aunt gave a pack. A pack of meal vouchers. <laughs> <laughs> they were supposed to be for the volunteers, but she just said, give them to the people. <laughs> she said, Eileen said, let them eat Panda. <laughs> Express is, I had Panda Express a couple years after that. I was like, I did the right thing. Because <laughs> <laughs> we have volunteers and we have free You volunteer meal. for 12 hours, hot sun. It's not 12 <laughs> hours. Yes, okay, so basically what happened is that my aunt gave... Latifah, like, a pack of um, meal so vouchers confused. so that she could give them to the volunteers because they need to eat. people. They need to She's eat. She's like, these away, and I did. <laughs> yeah, and, and Latifah, like, went <laughs> down and, like, just handed them out to <laughs> random people. And then and then Eileen later, she was like, she was like, did you eat? And I was like, no, why? <laughs> She's like, didn't Latifah give you a meal voucher? She's like, no, she didn't. <laughs> I didn't sleep. I, that that day that we did Dragon Festival, I was up for thirty six hours straight. Dude, I don't know why you did that. You're so People stupid. Were like, they had to force me to go to sleep, and I was like, I'm ready to go. I'm gonna do full forty eight. I'm ready. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> no, because when we meet, when we used to do that, we would have sleepovers, and obviously oh, we were so young that, that we just talked all center. night. Thought <laughs> so much. Um, yeah. So we did not sleep at all. We would like. I didn't sleep the night before because Gary and Jasmine had slept over at my house the night before because it was like it's the summer, so it was like Thursday to no, Friday to Saturday morning. And my parents were gonna drive up because my mom used to do the three walk with or the three k with um, Jovita. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they would go in the morning anyway, so we would be there. And me, Gary, and Jasmine didn't sleep the night before because we've decided that we wanted to watch Easy A naturally. It was two thousand nine or something. 10. So we didn't sleep, and then we'd worked like ten hours at the Dragon Festival, and then we went back and we're like, I don't remember what we ate. I remember somebody ate some dry ass rice in the rice cooker, and I was disappointed. It was probably Gary because Gary did the same thing in my birthday. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I was like, I don't want to offend, but this rice is fucking dry as shit. Sorry, Gary. <laughs> um. But yeah, someone had some dry ass rice. I think we just ate like fr- we probably just went to like the Wendy's that was right there. Yeah, like, yeah, hooks. yeah. Bitch, do you remember when? Do you remember when we went to go buy hooks and then we came back and Eileen had ordered like a whole tray? Yeah, and I was like, why did we go buy this? And Rathmi was like, oh, I thought we were just going. <laughs> and she's and I was like, you knew that Eileen was gonna do that. She's like, yeah. 
Like, so we just walked. Not that it was a far Not walk. Not that it was far, but, but like, I had to pay for myself. Pay for ourselves. And also, whenever we went to Hooks, like, you're just not, you're not asking to be harassed, but you're going to get harassed. You're going to get catcalled. Every time yeah, I go to, every time I go to Hooks, I'm just like, I don't know why I come here by myself, but I don't know why I come here at all. I come for the food. Oh, yeah. People love Cane's. I had Cane's last night. I think Cane's is flavorless. Does Honestly, I think it is. Sometimes it is. I, I stopped eating chips. Miguel loves Wingstop, and every time we go, because we'll, there's a couple here. There's one, like, by Rosedale. Okay. Um, And then we go, we go in California, and I'm like, he's the same way about In-N-Out, though, and I think In-N-Out is trash. I said it. I think In-N-Out is not as good either. either. I think the menu is, like, simple. Like, it's the really fries easy. like napkins. The fries are disgusting. I hate the fries. You can, you can ask for them extra crispy, though, apparently. Yeah, but no, as I was saying, like, the menu is easy, so if you're, like, new and you just want a hamburger, then it's, like, easy. You just, they yeah. have, like, three things. Right, it's burgers, fries, and milkshake. Yeah. So. I think Shake Shack is better. Thank you, I agree. Shake Shack is a hundred times better. Yeah. I just like their style of burger better, I think. I think so, too. I like Smash Burgers. Right. Yeah, yeah and I can actually put, like, bacon on my burger and, like, other toppings and that. Yeah. And, and people are like, secret menu, secret menu. Bitch, I don't know a secret menu, bitch. I don't bitch. want animal style, anything. I just want a burger. I don't want... If you're like... to be good. Well, if you're like me, then you eat a plain burger. That's With true. no cheese you're and like, of... no. So I can get a hamburger anywhere, bitch. See, but I do like stuff on my burger, but you, they don't do bacon on burgers. At, um, you just out. started liking bacon like a few years ago. Though. I just started liking burgers a few years ago. <laughs> yeah. I didn't really eat anything for the longest. Why did I... I had to be like 18. <laughs> I know. I didn't, I really didn't eat beef. I really only ate chicken and sometimes fish. I ate crab a couple weeks ago and I was like, it's not bad. Like, I don't get the hype, but I was like, eh. I thought, who's allergic to seafood? Johnny? Yeah, my cousin Johnny's allergic to seafood. I love shrimp now. I went to Virginia Beach and all I ate was fried shrimp. Yeah, shrimp is good. Wow. Um, but if you really like, if you see a shrimp or a crab, it's like kind of disgusting. Like they look like spiders. They're like cockroaches. So I just don't like. And also, like I don't want to crack this shit open. And, it's like, a word for your food. Yeah. Well, you don't have to do that with soft shell crab. It's too disgusting. I don't 